Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Lucas Southworth. And I'm John. And welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question. Cars. What's what's up with those? In this episode, we are going to explore the childhood of these beautiful machines. We are going to look under the childhood, as it were. I forgot to do the pun we planned, John, and I'm sorry about that. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. I, I think this works. First uh, first order of business, I think it's always best to start with corrections, and uh, we have none because we're perfect. So moving on. We're very good at this. We're not, but we will be. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> All right. So today's topic is childhood and, in general, aging. W- what's that like? Because they definitely do. I just, I can't understand how. They do, in fact, definitely do age. Uh, we know this uh, from a few examples. Uh, our, our biggest clue comes in Cars 3, which John still has not seen. We're saving that one for you. But in Cars 3, uh, the lovely character, Cruz Ramirez, gets very angry at Lightning uh, and starts yelling at him, saying, uh, I-, I used to run laps before school every day and i was the fastest kid in town uh and that's our biggest clue is that weird weird line which one why would you call it running laps your car driving laps you're not running i guess you are running in a way but like your engine's running that's neither here nor there yep yep uh there are some other examples throughout there are uh, mia and tia you say that that's our biggest example and i would argue we we do have stills from the movies with what is clearly children in them very few but they're they're there you have a very good point i suppose a bigger clue would be the actual presence of children cars throughout the movies uh, of which there are a few Uh, Uh, a point could be made that's my beat a point could be made that because there's an actual named character who is uh significant to one of the movies that that could make it bigger but also there strangely enough is a a child that is a named character in the audience in i think the first movie yes john is of course referring to coriander last name i've closed the wiki page i will admit that's completely fair i also closed the wiki page for that I want to say Coriander Wide Road. That's not right. No, that sounds right. Uh, the one who has an antenna decal that is a plane, which also, weird choice. Yeah, she seems to want to be a plane. According to 
uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm back here uh, on Coriander White Tracks ah, wiki page. Uh, she has an equally uh, fantastic uh, bio description. To uh, if you remember last week, I was a big fan of Trev Diesel's bio description, and if you don't mind, I'll just go ahead and read this one in its entirety as well. If you don't, please mind. do. Young Coriander Wide Track has no interest in racing. Her eyes are on the skies. While the other cars in school race around the playground pretending to be Lightning McQueen, Coriander turns that blacktop into blue sky, imagining she's soaring 10,000 feet in the air and racing to exotic destinations. It's Coriander's dream to someday meet her idol, jet fighter Marco. I guess that's his full name. It's just Marco. I guess he's maybe the plane who like flies over. Yep. Oh, are you on his his wiki page? <laughs> his, his entire intro is just As Marco a is a jet engine jet fighter. Marco gets to go on many That's dangerous very good. and exciting missions. His favorite missions are all what? His favorite missions? Oh, his favorite missions of all are all the crowd pleasing, low altitude piston club flyovers. So I guess that's what he did. Just fly over the piston cup. That that's probably when uh Cor- our our friend Coriander was seen. Uh she probably is looking up in awe at Marco flying over. I don't know, it's interesting that Coriander Wide Track gets a full name, but the what her whole character is admiring uh, another character who does not get a full name is just Marco. I prefer to think of Marco as like just a Madonna type. I could see that. That works. He's he's a specific kind of famous because he's, you know, the guy who flies over the piston cup. I, I just cannot stress enough that his little first section of his wiki, well, like Coriander gets like, Coriander Y-Track is a character in Cars while she's seen blah, 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 blah. Uh, all Marco gets is Marco is a jet. That's his entire first section of his wiki i love that marco is a jet that's all you need to know about marco this is strange i'm not seeing the same thing are you on world of cars drivein.fandom.com slash wiki slash marco no i'm on pixar.fandom.com slash wiki slash underscore parentheses cars in parentheses what an embarrassing mistake we've made (laughs) we've got our cars wikis mixed up ah that that explains everything Although I will say, when you were reading your intro, it was word for word Marco's bio on his. Okay. See. So they're clearly mixing the, their uh, sources a bit, borrowing from each other, perhaps. I wouldn't necessarily say from each other. I, I have a strong feeling that it's one took from the other. That's probably it. That's fair enough, yeah. Uh, anyway, there are children who are cars in this movie. That's pretty weird. So there, there are car Ate students in the second Cars movie, Cars 2. And uh, these students are all the same type of vehicle. But all three of these students are clearly like teenagers or children because they're all smaller than regular cars. And even stranger than that, they're all different sizes. Ooh, that is a There's one that is smaller than the other two by a significant amount, which is clearly a denotation of, oh yeah, he's 
almost certainly the youngest, which which is so strange because they're cars and cars they have a make and model and then all of that make and model are the same. Well, and year. And I mean, well, I guess their years would be different if they're different ages, I guess. But they're all the same. Like, they're, they're the exact same shape, just different sizes. <laughs> they're even the same, uh, like, paint job. Huh. It's so And I mean, there, there's other... There, there is other evidence of them physically growing besides just there being small cars. I mean, Mia and Tia, our favorite fangirls of Lightning, uh, who we often bring up for flashing Lightning in the first movie with their headlights... That's our big evidence that those are reproductive organs, if you were wondering. Uh, Which also gross because of what we're about to point out. Yeah, they are in fact smaller uh, than most cars. So I guess the assumption is they're teenagers? Yep, that's real real gross. Lightning seems a little too into it for me, now that we've brought that up. I want to say, well, they could be like 19 or 18, but typically that's developmentally past the the growth stage. Yeah, and I mean, so they couldn't get any bigger than that, so maybe they're just strangely small cars. Yeah. Or I, maybe I, Cars Universe is gross because every universe is gross because the world is sad. That it is. I, I mean, I. You're right that it's possible they're just small cars, but I mean, they also give them a lot of mannerisms that one might associate with, like, stereotypical, uh, like, teenage fans of things. So, I think the implication is that they're teenagers. Okay, so, so yeah, they're, they're different ages, they're different sizes, and that's super weird. How do you have that in this universe? Even even with our theory of you're born like this weird fleshy bit and then you're put into a body that is a mechanical bit, it I that would mean you'd have to switch bodies as you age because one would assume that your squishy bit would have to get bigger, but at the same time you wouldn't necessarily have to. You could just have a body that's like made for all ages. And then there's right what about like the train. The train has a kid. Its kid is going to be a tiny little train. You'd need tiny little train tracks for that. It wouldn't be able to. Are there tiny little train tracks? Tiny little train tracks. That's that's adorable. But also, they wouldn't be able to walk if there weren't. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That this one does screw up squishy bit theory an awful lot. At very least, it makes it more complicated. There, there are animals in our world that grow out of their exteriors like things that just shed things that need new coats even like snails they sometimes get new shells i think is that a thing i think so yeah there are creatures that get new shells so so i guess they could do that but then there would just be so many left over unless everything's like a hand-me-down but that wouldn't make any sense because clearly the parts can just stop working. But like they would need a perfect recycling facility to just constantly be switching out child bodies 
for newer child bodies. Yeah, and I guess what we haven't explored is the idea that maybe somehow these shells grow with them? These metal (laughs) shells? That would require some interesting things with this metal that kind of defeat the purpose of it being metal in certain aspects. Like, sure, it's a car, it needs wheels, it needs absurd rotation, which means it needs to be actually just like metal and able to rotate freely from the squishy bit. But, but like, that wouldn't be able to grow. Yeah. Which brings me to my fun fact. My very fun fact. All right. So MIT Technology Review or technologyreview.com has an interesting little article about the concept of self-healing metals. You want to you wanna hear something real interesting in regards to how you can actually heal some fractures in metals? Yeah, absolutely. They found out that in uh, certain situations, if you were to put a cracked metal under a specific kind of tension, instead of pulling it apart, it can cause the crystalline structure of the metal to in some way realign which fused the crack back together so it its tension actually healed the metal so they actually found a property of metal that could be used in self-healing for metal that's based on tension which is very very strange to me but also would work with a body that is growing i guess the only problem is you'd have to have a very like thick body that is capable of getting much thinner without that being a bad thing. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I, that that could make the shells growing with them a thing. But like at the same time, we see a lot of damage come to Lightning in Cars Three, and he just gets it like replaced and repaired. So I mean, there's a point where there's just too much damage. Also, maybe infection could have set in for this weird biometal. Yeah, yeah, but like, would that just become part of his shell that is like somehow biologically reacting to him? Or would those be like prosthetics? Or uh, what do you think? What happened when uh, Turbo cracked his shell? I have not seen the movie Turbo. You haven't seen Turbo? Oh boy, we got to watch a lot of movies. Yeah. For this show, stay tuned for Turbo is definitely a prequel to Cars episode, I'm going to say 13. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Okay, so I'm pretty sure a snail in that movie cracks the shell and they like put a band-aid on it or something. And that's just fine. But like... That's got to be terrible, right? I mean, I, I don't think snail shells heal. I think those are like, I don't think snail shells are like part of the snail. They're something the snail lives in, yeah? Or am I making that up? I don't know a lot about snails that's, when it comes right down to I it. I think that's definitely true for hermit crabs, but I don't know about snails. It's too bad there's no possible way for us to find that answer. None at all. And I mean, <laughs> the, the, the third possibility... We're just not going to tell you how snails work. You can figure it out if you want. Uh, the Message, possibility. The show. Message the show. It'll be a correction. 
yes, we will update you next week. We're not going to do the Googling, though you have to. Uh, but the third possibility, I guess, for this is that they're magic and they have magic bodies. But that sort of ruins all of the show if we assume that it's a magic world where people are cars. I wouldn't say it and ruins the show, it just ruins it. certain aspects of the show. Like, well, how does this work? The answer would be magic. How does this work? The answer would be magic. We would just have to explore a lot more lore and interesting stories than talking about how weird car bodies are. They don't have hands, man. I know, bud. We're going to get past that. We're not, we're not going to get past how does, it. I don't know why. How I'm does she get the plane would... decal on her antenna? I guess a possibility is that her antenna is a fine manipulator and she could just sort of bend it and scoop it. But I don't like thinking about that too much. Yeah, that's real gross. That's real gross. It's it's like otherwise a of... maybe the the place that because it, it's like clearly a souvenir from the race she was at. So maybe yeah. the shop was set up in a smart enough way that you just like purchase it with money. We gotta explore the economy of this world at some point. That's a very good idea that should go on our brainstorming doc. Does but anyone anyway. ever mention actually getting paid? I don't know that they do. Uh, I think there's some stuff in Cars 3 about how like something costs a lot of money. Okay, because I think they mentioned like, sponsorship, because like, Dynaco is a big thing. Yeah, and the sponsors, so money's definitely a thing. Because like, when he imagines working for Dynaco, it, he just gets a new paint job and everyone loves him. I think the implication, though, is that he's also rich because he like everything is happening for him. And that's what happens to rich people. But he could be like rich in fame and fans and items rather than money because he only seems to care about the cup, not winning anything but the cup. That's fair enough. But like also he wants to win the Piston Cup, so he'll be represented by Dynaco. It's it's not he thinks Dynaco will help him win the cup. Yeah, he wants to win the cup, and he wants to work for Dynaco. And win more cups, I guess. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't think there's like anything, like, I want to win this race so I can get the Piston Cup and also $50,000. I'm certain there's mention of money somewhere in there. I don't know when it was. Because they go to buy a lot of stores and whatnot, and... People do things that would have cost a lot of money, and there's a mansion and a wealthy man, but like, I don't know. Yeah, and in Radiator Springs and uh, in Cars, the first one, they they all just sort of give lightning things. They just like, here's my special fuel from uh oh, I can never remember his name, the the hippie van. The hippie van just gives him uh, his special fuel and uh, Ramon gives him a free paint or uh, I assume a free paint job and Luigi and Guido give him his special white walled tires. And like, there's no mention of him being like, yeah, I will pay you because I am an athlete and can afford these things or anything like that. They just it seems like they're just giving him freebies. Yeah. And also the town seems to be down on its luck, but also they're all kind of doing fine after years of not actually having anyone go through their town. Yeah, like the the general implication was like 
the highway the new highway was built so no one came through their town so it is in like economic trouble but like they all still have their businesses yeah it's it's clearly been quite some time and no one's gone out of business huh well this is all great material for the economy episode (laughs) all right um okay so we haven't seen very many families we've seen a few examples of kids we've seen different sized vehicles and all that jazz but like we we haven't really seen many families i think there was an example or two that you can find online of like a still of oh look it's a baby with its mother and there's a baby crying in the background of one scene so babies are a thing kids are a thing but like you don't really see very many families yeah the i think you see a few couples but I don't think you see any couples like with their kid in any significant scene or any any significant way. There, there's a bit in Cars 2, apparently, where one of the racers waves to his mom as the race is about to start or something. But that's mm. that's the most direct reference to family I was able to find. And uh, well, yeah. Cruz does Cruz, Cruz does talk about her family and her rant as well. She says. Her family always says, dream small, which, one, whose family says, keep your dreams small? What kind of terrible parents are like, hey, you're not going to be anything, kid, so don't even try it. Dream small, and you might actually amount to your dreams. I think that's what they were saying. Oh, boy. That's, I mean, that's a real bleak realism, I guess. So, like... I don't know. Yeah, I think Cruz had a rough family life. But not so rough that she couldn't participate in extracurricular activities? Or did she just run, like, she wasn't, was she on a track team or not? She didn't mention, like, any sort of team. I think she just trained because she wanted to be a race car. Oh, what if she also was trying to run away from her? tragic past it would be so easy to run away in the cars universe i mean especially if there's no like defined economy and yeah you don't actually need like hands for anything i guess and i don't know what if if you're in the body that you're always going to be in then you're just gonna look like an adult but if that's true then also like the small child cars that you see are just always going to be super small. Yeah. They're going to be like Danny DeVito types. Yeah. I I feel like the big is Danny DeVito in the cars universe. Not explicitly, but I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jay Limo are basically (laughs) in it. Jay Limo is in it. Jay Leno is basically in it. So we can assume there's a Danny DeVito car. I want him to be in more things. <laughs> Danny DeVito truck. He'll be a tow truck like Mater. Yeah, they're friends. <laughs> but he only tows like very specific strange vehicles. Like the Batmobile. Ayo. That's a reference to his time as the Penguin. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like the the big like hurdle for children running away is that they don't have driver's license driver's licenses so they can't like do you need one in this universe because if you did that would be a real uncomfortable legal way of 
making like taking away people's rights you can't even walk i guess i mean they boot lightning in the first movie oh no he could still walk they could take away your ability to drive without taking away your ability to travel because he can just move the tires it just really sucks i can't assume that they would boot all the children until they've what proven that they can travel in smart ways they might just like have well if if we assume squishy bit and we assume they're given a body then we could also assume that like those bodies could just have built-in limits like oh you you can't go above 30 miles an hour yeah i guess that could be a very easy way to police that which sounds pretty dystopian to me yeah I don't want my kids to be able to run away, so if they try to run away, they're going to have to do it very slowly. Gosh. Oh, boy. That's spooky. The good news about that would be kidnapping would be incredibly difficult for anyone who isn't like a semi-truck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mac and like the trains could get away with it, you're right, but Mater could get away with it, too, with his tow cable, but... I mean, here's the thing. Part of kidnapping is, like, you don't want anyone to see that you're taking the person. Mater... That's fair, yeah. They're completely visible and can be screaming the entire time he's kidnapping them. That, that's, that's very true. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think that one through very thoroughly. But interesting uh, little thought. What if, like, a plane wanted to kidnap someone so they flew down real low and, like, I don't know how they would do this, but, like somehow just scooped up a car like a plane oh that would be very spooky (laughs) it'd be like hawks and small animals except for they're all people that's a real possibility that i guess they could do but i i i guess i hope that sky society also has laws and law enforcement to prevent them from hunting the cars like mice okay so there are small cars there are children cars yes and there are two examples we can think of of probably in between cars and i guess if you want to do the car ate students then you could say like there are different sized children but we don't have any examples of like size change within the movies like there isn't a character from the first movie that we see in the third movie who has physically grown yeah and mia and tia are in both and it's been what like 12 years in between them 10 years and they look the same so that's comforting because that means they weren't definitely like gross teenagers they could have been like 18 or 19 and just been normal gross teenagers or they could just be like gross 30 somethings who act young and are small do their voices change do they sound the same 10 to 12 years later i mean i don't remember directly hearing them but i i don't i think i would notice a significant change in their voice so Mm -hmm. i i gotta assume that they don't Aging in in the Cars universe, very strange topic. Let's talk about Doc. Yes. It's not stated how he dies, right? 
I don't remember them ever saying anything about how he dies. There's just like, a, oh, yeah, he's not here. He wishes he could have made it, I guess. But I like, I think the implication is it was old age. Yeah, they don't explicitly say that, I don't think. But I think that's the implication. So cars definitely are phased out in some sort of way. And the implication is still there of, yeah, he was an old vehicle. It may have been just kind of his time to go, but I don't, I don't know. Cause like he had sustained some sports injuries throughout his life and maybe yeah, he had we, a rough time getting around. We, we did talk about that in a previous episode, but we do think he did die like a little bit before uh, is like normal for cars because of his massive crash. Mm-hmm. Because like he is, it, there are a bunch of his friends in Cars 3 who are presumably his same age and his mentor is in Cars 3 who is presumably older than him. Mm-hmm. So he was at the very least the first of like his peers to pass on to the great highway in the sky. But I, I, I don't know. He's clearly still aging and so's lightning to an extent. Like he can't race like he did in 2006 in Cars 3. Mm-hmm. Didn't we discover that he may have been like two years old when he won his first race? I think so. If like the year of the car is in fact the year they were born, then yeah, I think that we decided that. Yeah. If if that's how we're going about this, then he was like, uh, may, was he mid-50s when he probably died? Because I think it was like 56... I think he was a he's based on a 51 hudson horta 51 i think i read that on a wiki earlier so don't think that i have encyclopedic knowledge of the cars universe yet <laughs> he would have so he would have been like what uh, movie came out in 2017 18 cars 3 cars 3 but he died before cars 2 yeah he did you're absolutely right he died in between cars 1 and 2 i always forget that and cars 2 so, came out i want to say 2010 11. to 12 yeah all right, so... So he would have been, like, what, 60? 59? He would have been under 60, almost certainly, when he died. So yeah, that's not... With modern medicine at the ver- in our world, that's pretty young. Yeah, but that is assuming his make and model are when he was born, which yeah. I think is probably a good safe assumption, but who knows? Assuming that a two-year-old won a race is kind of weird. Yeah. Again, we're talking about aging, though. What if... He was born in a body and he was a child in a body that was just the same body he was going to have as an adult. He could have been a two-year-old who won that race. Yeah, and I mean, it's also entirely possible that they just age faster. What if... Or at least get through their yeah. childhood and uh, pubescence faster than we what do. What if they're like, I want to say dog dogs. How fast do dogs reach full maturity? I feel like it takes like a year. Maybe a little more. That would make perfect sense for this then. So Yeah, but dogs also live like 15 to 20 years. Which brings me to my very not fun fact. That What I did was a very not fun fact, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, gotta figure out. There you go. All right. So my very not fun fact is from consumerreports.org. The average age of all cars on the road is uh, more than 11 years. But cars uh, tend to be about 8.4 years old in regards to uh, usability and, like, 
that's the general age cars live to be in our world. Wow, that's less than I would think. I think the average age is uh, more than 11 years, and a lot of people uh, try to keep their car for uh, 200,000 miles. But for a race car, 200,000 miles, I guess. You burn through that pretty quick as a race car. I don't even know if, like, it's kind of like athletes nowadays. They they burn through their body's capability of going that far real fast. Oh, man, we could make a very stark comparison to the NFL and their mortality rate. Yeah, but that's for a, another very not fun reason that... Yeah. I really hope not what was implied in Cars 2. I think that that could be a very direct comparison we could make with uh, Doc dying young and also athletes in our world dying young. And not just the NFL, the WWE has a very big problem with that. Oh yeah, WWE. But uh, with, with the NFL, it's, you know, it's because of, yeah, that's real sad. Concussions are a serious problem, and I imagine that being a race car that has gotten into a severe accident, that could cause the sort of brain damage that, you know, could lead down to some, uh... Yeah, that's real sad. Let's let's move on from that real sad tale. We are doing some, uh, some extended sad portions in our recent episodes. We need to. I'm trying to, I'm trying that to avoid that right now. Cause yeah, let's, let's. All right. So let's, let's avoid that topic and just assume that he, he just happened to have a physical ailment that killed him. Cause that's happier, right? All right. Sure. <laughs> so that being considered, he was 40 years more than, the average shelf life of a car. So that's impressive. Yeah. But I mean, we also have a literal model T living in uh radiator spring. So I mean, who can say how long these things live? Who knows? Cause in our real world, there's a very common thing of older cars get, uh, they get taken care of. They are show cars. They are all these various things. And it just, basically means that someone has to take care of them, replace anything that gets broken and like fix them up, which basically just means if you have enough money and enough time and enough care, a car could live indefinitely, I guess, which means if we're using that as a comparison, cars could be immortal, but there's also the concept of totaling and also how much money someone's willing to spend, which if money is a thing in this universe, could just mean that cars dying means they run out of money? Yikes, we're getting back into bummer ca- territory. I mean, it's a it's able to be thought of as a bummer, but also it's what if what if there's another tie-in movie that we haven't been discussing? Oh, that one where you have to pay to stay alive? In time with Justin Timberlake. That was JT in that movie? It was. I have not seen it. It was pretty good, if memory serves. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I liked it. Oh man, it was that was an interesting concept. That one's more of a more of a conceptual tie-in than a than a direct one. I don't know. You you make a you make an economy based on oh we can now extend and shorten lives at will, and then eventually 
those people become just masses of ooey gooey nasty. And then you put that ooey gooey nasty into a robot body after technology has developed to a certain point. Extreme prequel. Yeah, I, I mean, you laid it out. There is a possible line to be drawn from the Justin Tim- Timberlake seminal classic in time to Disney Pixar's Cars. Okay, so money is equal to life in this universe. You can age extremely fast like a dog. All right. So that's probably why you don't see very many kids. Because all the kids only are kids for like a year. And then all of a sudden, you're an adult. But that would mean they're like the kid industry of body bodies being used. That's got to be real fast turnaround. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That would be very difficult to keep that industry going. I don't know. Oh boy. Are we going to talk? I feel like we've been dancing around it and we've talked a little bit about giving birth before, but are we going to get into our question from Liz? Yes. Oh yeah. Lay it on me. All right. Question from Liz. You'll have to guess which one. Uh, This question is if, if Tom Mater, if he is canonically a doctor in Mater's Tall Tales, has he ever assembled a baby car? And that doesn't just apply to our good friend Tom Mater. Uh, Doc Hudson was like like a doctor in Cars. He wasn't just called that for fun. He was also a judge, and he... That's so strange. He's a man who's wore many hats. Professional race car. Judge. I guess jury, too, because, you know... Did, was there a jury in that court scene? I don't think so, but it could have just been... A smaller case? I don't know. There are legal proceedings that happen without jury present. Yeah. I think it's... Well, here's the thing. He caused so much damage that like it's above the amount that would be required for a jury to be present. Because he destroyed yeah, their street, like their entire road, right? Yeah, just he, and more than that, like the statue th- flew into some windows and... Yeah, knocked over the big wheel tower. Massive property damage. So for that big of a crime, I I think there would have to be. I don't I don't know. We should learn about law and then do our law episode, because also weird concept. Yes. So there's a cop car. Yes. And when he gets arrested, they have Mater drag him, because you know it's a cop car, and in our world, you put the criminal inside of the car and then that's how that works but like in this universe arresting people do you have to just call a tow truck i guess and like does that mean mater is also an officer of the law i mean he's he at the very least he becomes deputized in cars too (laughs) with like uh is it like mi6 or interpol something some european intelligence agency deputizes probably uh is interpol all of the world like they work together uh it's it's mostly based in europe uh but it they do i think some fully international stuff because one of the spies that worked for that agency was bruce campbell not bruce campbell but bruce campbell and bruce campbell's definitely not european yeah he has american plates i remember we talk about that in our cars 2 episode is that he is definitely an American. Man, they they blew him up. That's weird. That's an international incident is what that is. Oh, yeah. All right. So 
that's that's all super super weird. We sure didn't answer the question from Liz. I mean, we've talked about biology, right? Yeah, yeah, heavily. Okay, so theoretically, as a doctor, would he be more concerned with the mechanical aspects or the icky gooey part? I mean, I, I guess it'd be. I feel like it'd have to be two separate positions almost you know like because i mean doctors and surgeons are separated yeah yeah. Uh, you can't have a mechanic and a medical doctor if those two areas of medicine aren't similar enough to be practiced by the same person i mean apparently you can have a doctor and a judge there are like eight people in their town though they gotta sort of make do with what they have but also if we count mater's tall tales which of course we do Mater has like a a thousand jobs. He does, but a lot of them are like Matador and Matador. Excuse you, alien abductee in one of them. I can't remember. Good point. Good point. Um, but like, what if the process of birth is just like you? Okay, so this have you ever heard of Stargate? I've heard of it. I don't know very much about it. Okay, so in Stargate, okay, this is gonna you're gonna be gross. In Stargate, there's this race called the Gold, and uh, they are a race of like weird, kind of semi-parasitic, but also symbiotic snakes that enter into humanoid bodies, and then they somehow make that body immortal and take over its mind. And like, I think you cut like an X into someone's stomach, and then you put the worm in there. What if? What if in this situation, it's like the car gives birth by just like spitting out the gooey bit and the gooey bit has to immediately go into and like snake into a body that like a a pre-made kid friendly body. And that's how birthing works. You like, if you're the doctor, you get the baseball glove of an empty shell of a body and you just put it there and let the, the baseball slash go old slash uh, icky gooey bit just slither into the body really fast i mean that works uh, did you say that they would just like cut off a part of themselves and it would become the baby or would they physically give birth somehow what do you think i don't know it could be I... oh well here's the thing i don't know if there is canonically a child who is biologically related in any way to both a mother and a father. Okay. Their uh, Cruz, I think, mentions having parents. So that yeah. would imply that there were two. And if we're, if we're meet, hoping that those two parents are in some way, like, definitely both equal footing parents, that would mean that it can't just be one creature is, uh, what's it? What's it called when a creature just splits off to procreate? I mean, mitosis is what it's called with cells, but I don't think that's what you're going for. I can't. It begins with A, I think. Asexual reproduction? Yeah. If it's asexual reproduction, then that would take that away. So I have to assume it's not asexual reproduction, which means our lights flashing to transfer data, then one of the parents would have to take in the data somehow and then input that into its squishy bit and then have we seen a pregnant car 
I don't think we. If we have, then I don't think we recognized it as one because then every episode would be, "Oh my God, they had a pregnant car." <laughs> what? This podcast would not be about cars. It would be about that one pregnant car. Absolutely, it would. All right. So, like, a car gets pregnant, maybe, and then uh, comes out the exhaust. I don't know. Wherever I, I we've. I, I remember floating the idea of like out of body fertilization, like like how fish lay eggs and then the father uh, fertilizes them. So it could be something like that. It could be. Or did we say something if, like they could open their doors? I remember well, their doors and their trunks were mentioned a lot when we talked about giving birth. Oh boy! So maybe their trunk opens and there's the gooey bit, and then it just shoots into the first body that's available. I mean, it would work, I guess. We could also, if we want to get back to my gross idea of them cutting a part of themselves off, which we both know I do. Oh, yeah. uh, I guess both parents could sever a bit of their own goop and they could just combine together fully, like sort of cut out the middleman of uh, and just... You know, and I do like this they, universe they together in the shell. I do like this universe where both parents can be completely equal in the entire process. I like that. Yeah, and then uh, uh, same-sex couples could yeah. uh, reproduce just as easily. That'd be lovely. That'd be great. So that's I think our first example of it being a good thing to live in the cars. What's the opposite of a dystopia? Utopia. You know. That's a really easy thing for me to have remembered that I just didn't. <laughs> All right. So it could, like, we've got a point this episode for dystopia and a point for utopia. I think we have more than one point for dystopia. Yeah, we got a lot of points for dystopia. But yeah, so it could, there, there are good aspects to it. You get to go real fast. That's another one. Chalk it up, boy. Especially uh, Marco, because he can go up to maybe even... Greater than 500 miles per hour. That's spooky. Yeah, I don't know that I would want to be... Well, we both know that if I could choose a superpower, it'd be super speed. So I'm not going to say that I don't want to go very fast. <laughs> but I don't know. I also want the super reaction time to go along with that. Without yeah. the the super increased reaction time, I would not want to go that fast. Think... Without being in some sort of vehicle at the very Yeah, there's least. an accurate way of saying this of... I don't want to be a person, a normal person, who's just going that fast. Yeah, absolutely. If if that were a natural thing for me, and like I were exceptional because I were like was specifically designed to handle that, like say the Flash mm-hmm. and his weird frictionless powers, that'd be perfectly fine. But if I'm a person and I'm moving at over a hundred miles an hour just as a person and there's nothing other than oh yeah sometimes you can some some people can just happen to go that fast that's that's not okay it's really really not so also this is a thing that we should talk about in just regards to aging lightning mcqueen is clearly getting old in the third one i haven't really brought this up because i haven't seen that movie so there's that but like the the trailers made it clear like he was past his prime and there was a a hot young stud trying to take his place 
I mean, yeah, that's that that's the big thing with with Cars Three. It's the it's the whole plot, really. I mean, you can chalk a lot of it up to the technological advances of these cars, but they they very much that there's a lot of jokes that Cruz makes about Lightning being an old <laughs> man. Uh, like she treats him like he's like sixty. 70 years old for a lot of their training montage uh and I, I i guess there is some sort of deterioration that comes along with that all right so my question is how old is lightning mcqueen we can probably figure out how old the model he was based on is yeah he's apparently intentionally created to be a combination of different models as opposed to most of the other cars which are not that is what i'm finding if we use the theory that we used for Doc Hudson, then he's a race car. He was made within the like first few years of him being a, a race car. So that would mean he's a few years old, which means that in the third movie, he would be like 12 or 13, which would mean... Yeah, if, if, if we assume he's like two at the time of his like first movie, then... Yeah, he'd be maybe 14-ish, but around there, okay, yeah. if he's 14 and... Oh, they age like horses. Yeah. That's... They're... Horses are... I think their third year is when they race in the Kentucky Derby. Oh, boy. And then, like, right after that, they're not very good anymore. Can you imagine a 14-year-old horse racing? I cannot. That probably wouldn't be very good. All right, so I'm going to look up... Oh, boy. So their lifespan is about 25 to 30 years. So. Did we have any more points we want to go on? We didn't really talk about like childhood in the. uh, Yeah, we didn't like what it would be like. like, Yeah. But we did talk about how it could only have lasted for one to three years. So like it would have to have been fast. School would have been. Like, school would have happened, but also it would have been super fast. Yeah, and there was definitely school. Because, uh, again, Cruz says she ran laps every morning before school. All right. So that was a part of her childhood. So, yeah. I think we're good on this episode. And then we'll talk about other aspects of that. Like, we'll talk about school for children and also everyone else when we talk about school. We'll just... We'll just leave this as a, an episode about unfortunate little tidbits about aging and childbirth. All right. Uh, well, that does it for this episode. Remember to post a comment, subscribe, rate, email us, Twitter, tweet us. I don't, at, uh, I don't know. Which one is that? You could tweet at us would be. Tweet at us? Yeah. And uh, those... Things are uh, at the kachat at on twitter.com and the kachat at gmail.com for uh, any emails you want to send us. And I also want to say, because I feel like we've never said this in our little sign off things, thanks for listening to us if you are hearing this right now. It's really cool that you're doing that and we really appreciate your support. Uh, s- same. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say after that. Now you're the one who takes our fans for granted. They're going to talk about that in the fan fiction, they write. Well, it's not that I, I uh, emotionally take them for granted. It's just I'm the uh, I'm the edgy one who doesn't express his feelings. 
oh, you're emotionally unavailable. That's going to be pretty hot for them. Yeah, I'm I'm like the the Keith Keith from a uh, Voltron, but like I was going to new... say Raphael the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Dang. See the angry one, Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. He's the I Wolverine reference. Although Voltron's also pretty nerdy. <laughs> yeah, but also like Keith is. He's edgy. He's he's like the shadow of the hedgehog of the group, but also like he, I like how he has a, a, a bunch of different arcs and he's really interesting and he actually changes as a character and that's nice. That you is- heard me, audience. Change me. Make me grow. Also, with your mention of Shadow the Hedgehog, you've officially etched me out for the nerdier reference. <laughs> uh, but I guess till next time, I've been Lucas Southworth. I've been John Bishop. And... Don't forget to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a Beamer. We didn't even have to talk about it and then edit it out that time. That's pretty good. Nice. We could even include you saying that we should congratulate ourselves in like a blooper. Why do you think I didn't stop recording yet? Time.